This going on everybody welcome back to bourbon and border loans here on the black tastic podcast network for our show about all things queen sugar which is wrapping we are a couple episodes away i think at this point from the finale the season finale the series finale i'm sorry mm-hmm. and uh it feels like it you know what i'm saying it feels like we're getting there i'm panama joined by janae Corey, and jabri how's everybody doing doing good I, I damn near thought this episode was the finale. I was like, is this it? It felt like it had that finale feel to it. It definitely it it had some had some endings. Yeah. Some endings to it. Things are Which leads up. me to believe that all we're gonna get from the rest of the last two episodes, I believe we probably got two episodes left, mm-hmm. is uh good tidings and cheer. And uh well, you we, know. we probably got some more weddings. I mean now that Parker's a good guy, Parker got to get married. That's got to happen. You know, like that's everybody gets a happy ending. Everybody, and the only way to give a happy ending in these circumstances, marriage is for everybody. Well, you did propose the group wedding last time, so we'll see. <laughs> I still believe in it. It's okay. headed that way. <laughs> it it kind of sort of is. I mean, it, well, let's get to that. All right, so Shanice is not here today. So since she's not here, I'm going to do my best to shepherd us through this. So, um, yeah, let's get to it. We're going to, some of this might be chronological because I took notes, but I also wrote my notes out of order. Uh, so bad that I actually was calling Betty Billy. Somehow I had like Aunt Vi found Billy and I was like, that don't sound right. I feel like Billy been found. She found Betty. So let's start there. The good on on Vi found Betty and we get some backstory on all these secrets on Vi been holding on to for this entire series. We get the backstory. I mean, I'm like, this is the, this is like the big reveal. Maybe this is part of the oop. (laughs) Oop. Whatever. What y'all think? What y'all think about the, the, the Betty backstory and Sam Landry, uh, is a race mixer. Intentionally. I don't think that's a term for it, bro. (laughs) We got to find out what the secret tea was. I mean, Vi has been teasing this, I feel like, mm-hmm. since season one or two. When she stepped to Sam, was like, Sam, you really don't want me putting your business in the streets. And Sam was like, you right. You right. <laughs> so from that point on, I knew that she had something for him and that we were going to get it eventually, what the story was. I mean, I don't, I mean, it, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it wasn't. It seemed, Parker it was a like, bigger thing right. than the, the finale big, by how it all. That's a big deal. Oh, wait. <laughs> I say race mixer, and you like, why would I use that term? And then you come through with the with the real race terms. <laughs> That's what they say in the movies. Use the Negro lover. <laughs> all right, my um, so, Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was... I, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if I thought it was bad, uh, but... Once she explained it, I get, I get why he. I would get why someone in his situation would do what he did. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like they had a lot of outside pressures. Yeah. Like it wasn't like his idea to leave her alone. Like he, they made him. They made him leave her alone. I mean, so like we, it wasn't a secret, obviously, that Sam was Parker's dad. I mean, to us at least. Um, so that wasn't like a big reveal, but I mean, like all of that backstory about how, like you said, the outside pressures, um, and really not even that it wasn't Sam. Sam also could have still left, but right. him choosing to not go, um, and just kind of being, you know, weak about the whole thing because he didn't want to be broke and he didn't want to be cut off. <laughs> he chose, you know, maintaining his, con- his connections and, you know, carrying on the family legacy or the Landry family legacy versus, you know, building this new family with, you know, Betty, who he seen, I mean, seemingly still, you know, has, there's, there's something still there for him at least. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that was definitely interesting. And obviously Betty still, you know, has a little bit of pull over him. Um, cause he, he, he folded like, Immediately, but I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead. But I'm just saying. Oh, that's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It's all part of the story. I don't know if he folded. He sounded like he's saying that Sam made a choice. Technically, still married. He did so. make a choice. I, I mean, I think Kanye would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me more. Tell me more. Well done. Tell me more. I mean, he, his life was hard. It sounded like his life was hard. His. His whole family was crumbling around his choice of of a partner and and who he was starting the family with, and uh, I'm sure that you know he could have chosen to leave. He yeah. could have given up his life and disappointed his parents and disappointed everybody he cared about and loved and was taught what was important from the day he was born. Sure, he could have done that, but I mean, who would? But I mean, weren't they would... also fighting race mixing rumors? Because wasn't isn't wasn't that the thing we found out about a. Uh... Is his sister or his mom or whatever that she they're part black too, like the family is? Well, yeah, the like, Francis Boudreaux. Yeah, yeah, there was some some race mixing there too, because Francis had a really um she, that was a pain point for her, you know, the mixing of the blood and wanting to keep things pure and so on and so forth. So um yeah, so that definitely wasn't new to the the Landry Boudreaux bloodline for sure. Um, but I mean, to Jabri's point, I'm not saying it's an easy choice. It, I mean, and there's a reason why obviously he chose to stay, but realistically though, people do people do it every day. Like that it's just, he, he did his cost benefit and he decided to, you know, stay with, with the fam. Um, and, and that was, that was the choice that he made. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a reasonable uh, uh stance to take. I was just teasing with the kind of I know, I know. It's just like, I know. It's like when somebody yeah. says something's a choice, you know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta lay out like what is the choice really? Because sure. a lot of times it's like it's two bad choices. For sure. For sure. I mean, of course when you're young I mean being fair, I guess, about it, being younger at that time, it seems like they might have been teenagers, you know, that is a, a big risk to take for sure. But I would say the way Sam has kind of moved since then kind of reduces my sympathy for him. He's had plenty of opportunity to kind of make it right. And now even still, he's still moving in the shadows, trying to steal land that he knows isn't his and, you know, putting, putting things in Parker's mind about, you know, who she is and who she should be trying to be in the world. And, you know, really kind of trying to erase the upbringing that she had with her mom, who he, 
you know, and he kind of backed them into a corner in that way. Didn't really give them the truth about why he wasn't present. Parker has this idea of her dad that isn't really complete. Um, And so I guess I say all that to say, like, if it was just that decision in isolation and, you know, Sam over the years has grown and, you know, wanted to, you know, atone for things like that would be different. But he's been so dastardly since then that it's hard for me to have sympathy for him. Yeah, Yeah. that's where I am, too. Were any of y'all surprised by how quickly Aunt Vi went to you got to come back home with us? Like, you ain't seen Mm -hmm. this woman in, in decades. And your first thing is, hey. We need you back home. It was urgent, bro. I was they like, have, y'all, are, y'all are real chill <laughs> for for people who ain't seen each other in a long time. This lady just showed up at your doorstep. You like, bye? That you? You had to and convey the sense of urgency. Urgency. This is this is an emergency. We need you now. Today. <laughs> Nobody seems surprised to be there. Is all I'm saying. Like even mm. Betty was just like, oh, hey, bye. Like this woman just showed up at your door, did unannounced. Yeah. Betty, Betty been getting their messages, man. Betty been putting yeah, close to the nah, side. Betty been getting their messages. She knew she Betty was acting. Betty eventually. was acting. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> oh man! Shouts out to Vanessa Bell Calloway. Um, I mean, I was happy to see her, man. You know, she wasn't she wasn't hopping on one leg. She wasn't barking oh, like a dog. Man. She clearly and her skin had looks lived. Great. She looks good. She you looks know, she's really the good. Queen to be. <laughs> yes, I thought that several times actually. <laughs> I went to Biker Boys. Like I, that my mind went to Biker Boys because she was Derek Luke's mama in Biker Boys, and I was like, "Your mama should not be that fine, bro." Like it just it should, it should not be the case. It was just her skin for me. Like I just could not stop staring at her face. Like she looks really, really good. At any rate, I need Shawnee's here to to <laughs> to go down the rabbit holes with me, but it's okay. We can we can move on. All right, so more good. We find out that Billy proposed to Vince, or did that? Did I just that happened in the last episode? episode. Did, did I did. Mm-hmm. Man, I must. You know what? I, when I knew I wasn't going to be present for the recording, I watched everything, but maybe some of the stuff just slipped my mind. But that's good. And and Dominic and Nova are apparently good. Um, yes. Did that happen in the last episode? Last thing I remember, they were still a little bit at odds. They were. They were. Yeah, okay. I think they, they filled in the the gap a little bit with that. So. When we, you're absolutely right. When we left them, they were not necessarily in a good space. But Nova kind of caught us up when she was telling the story to Billy. So, right, she said Dom apologized profusely and something else. She should apologize mm-hmm. profusely. My man Dom was so weak. I hate him. <laughs> now you hate him. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that your guy? I thought that guy. was. Your, I thought that. But he should have acted a fool when he read that passage. When he read that little story, he should have threw a laptop against the wall and start cutting up. <laughs> okay. You can't let the person who's doing wrong turn it on you and make like you doing wrong because you caught them doing wrong. I, I actually don't disagree with that because that was my thought. I was like, he ain't wrong. Like, we've been we've been keeping up with Nova the whole time. Like, Nova has had, like, one and a half foot out the door the whole time. Right. Yeah. And he showed back up, and all of a sudden, she writing to all her, her former loves, and, you know, she's telling her love story. It, I, I don't feel like I would have I would have apologized. No. I don't really see an apology coming from me on that one. I, I see myself like exiting stage left, even if it's probably maybe it's an overreaction, but it feels like the right reaction. Oh, yeah, I definitely would have bounced. No, I'm I'm good. Sound like you still got feelings for uh some other people in your life. I'm gonna let you work those out. <sighs> that that's how I took it. Honestly, it's just that that's that that's how I took it. 
Right. You can't. And she a good writer too. So you know it was like really good, really well written. It's just all really graphic. Vivid. Right, right. Vivid and compelling and all this stuff. And my man was like, I still love him too. You got me, you know. I'm done. I'm done. Um I, yeah, I, yeah, okay. That's fine. All right. Janae feels differently. Okay. Not ne- not necessarily. I it's a little more nuanced than that, but I don't dis- I don't necessarily disagree with what you all are saying. I think in the context of the circumstances, I, I probably would not have apologized. If I was Dominic, I probably wouldn't have apologized either. Um, not there to say go. that he wasn't wrong, but I also probably wouldn't have apologized. because Maybe of- not profusely. Yeah, profusely. I mean, like, you I mean, got to acknowledge yeah, I shouldn't have gone through your career. Yeah, I shouldn't have, been I shouldn't have gone secure. through your stuff. I shouldn't that have was... done that. You turned your back. You trusted right. me. You left it in my presence. That's my bad boy. That was my bad but, However, but... Kamala, let's just also <laughs> circle back to what the real issue is here. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. that, exactly that, Jabri, for sure. <laughs> All right. So, we got some more good here. Uh, Micah is on his way to New York to to go meet an NFT manager named Ray. Hey, this, this he was the best part of the episode, a, man. I'm so proud of Micah. Tech bro. Hey. I thought we were leaving the NFTs behind, yeah, but no, it's fine. I'm glad he's working with black people now. So well, or Mike is young. He's working with a it's your chance, Mac. Don't are, mess are this tech up. Bro's name, right? I Maybe. Mean, possibly. Well, yeah. I don't see why not. Okay. What I will say is what I really enjoyed about this was that there is this movement in like like there's a lot of young black venture capitalists now that are mm-hmm. out here doing stuff like That's this, um, yeah. that are genuinely infusing money into black spaces and and like so I, I like that that mm-hmm. this show dove into that part of it. I mean I didn't like the Zane part of it obviously because you know, but like and there are a lot of young black women led mm-hmm. funds that are present that I'm aware of. So I thought it was really cool to give that some more space like to get so we don't end on a bad note with that you mm-hmm. kind of end on uh like here's the possibility these young yeah. black people of all kind who are coming together to try to like make a difference in this space and and we got people who are leaders in that space doing it like i thought i really like that i thought that was kind of dope to uh to have that be a part of the storyline especially for micah yeah. because that's where he's going with it so and i like how it kind of blew his mind like he's in spaces like it seems more more his speed yeah, as much as Zane got on my nerves, um, you know, at least we got to see both sides of it. You know, we got to see kind of the what the the worst of the the industry, and then you know, you get to see this kind of aspirational view of it too. So, you know, I I hope you know in the next two episodes, maybe it can become a little more clear just for me and and my understanding, like what this industry can look. Because I'm still confused, but I would like to see what they like what the goal is and what that looks like if, if they can have it their way. Micah's getting his love life together. You seen the way he was looking at that woman? Look. He looks at everybody like that at this point. Like he is just he's just enamored with the world. But I mean I hear you Corey. Yeah, I saw I took it that as well. I, I was like I think he was taken aback by who was in front of him mm-hmm. and then like realizing like who was in front of him. Like this young, attractive woman is really like a huge somebody in that space. I felt like he was like you probably would be caught off guard and be like, "Oh, I just found Bay." Like you probably, you probably would <laughs> look Kiki to move Kiki that way now. Down. She probably knows Mike that to too. Move on. It's an upgrade, Mike. Go for it. 
but even the other artist who he met um that that ray introduced him oh, to yeah. he looked at her like that i i just think he's in awe. he is just like he's just enamored and just in awe at you know being in the space with all these young innovative energetic black people who you know have these ideas and are doing exactly what he wants to do and are you know mobilizing in a way that i don't think he's now, experienced now why he yet even bring up his mama's nft bro you should act like that never happened i was like because the they pointed they yeah, made a comment that let him think that they were he said interesting work he, right he said interesting right. work and so they he said had, interesting yeah. work gotta get the pronoun right, right. the pronoun they said they, interesting yes. work that wasn't the move too right mm-hmm. you know like they were very that very, was top uh, of mind for them pointed. i, I yeah. would have never bought that up i would have act like it never happened <laughs> Nah, you can't do that. The internet lives forever. You working on the internet. You in the internet space. And especially if you're trying to potentially build a relationship with them, a a professional relationship with them, you want to be able to acknowledge, you know, this is, I mean, that's a part of your body of work at this point. Like you can't just act like it didn't happen. And, you know, in their universe, that might even still be, you know, prevalent in the discourse. So you got to at least acknowledge it, put it out there. And then, you know, and obviously that doesn't really align with the work that they're doing either. So when you're trying to like get into these spaces, like let them know that like, yeah, I did this. It wasn't really my best idea, but I'm, I'm on to something different. I'm, I'm moving a different way. And I think they were receptive to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, happy for Micah. He seems to be in a space that he should be in, like with the kind of people he should be around. Um, nobody feels sleazy yet. And considering the amount of episodes we have left, I imagine that they won't be, at least not not in our viewing. Mm-hmm. Um just so y'all know, I don't have a lot of bad for this episode because it to me, like I, I was with Corey, it felt like a finale-ish, like it's mm-hmm. heading there. So most of it's good. There is some bad, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap that into this next part. Um mm-hmm. speaking of Michael Ralph Angel needs to like he 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 confides in Micah that he's not over what happened with Chase right and I thought Micah made a really good point when he said you know like your pain matters too because I think it's Mm -hmm. easy to get in that space where for Darla because it did happen to her that you just like all right you know she doesn't want to deal with it then we just got to move on I got to move on but he's going through something too and I think it was really nice to hear Micah be like dude you got to acknowledge your own pain here you have to bring that up because it's going to eat away at y'all if this is still there for you so I really it was cool to see Micah and Ralph Angel really have that kind of conversation um you know maybe oddly Ralph Angel almost killing Chase with with (laughs) Micah being present Micah pulling them off kind of bonded them even more in some way like it brought Mm -hmm. them like they're connected (laughs) Um, but I thought I thought that I thought that was good. I thought I really um, I thought it was cool to see that. We've seen a lot more of like men talking to men about what's going on with them. I thought that was good. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I thought it was really important. You know, I feel like it speaks to what black men go through, like men in general, but black men specifically, that we don't get held, but we get held accountable. Mm. And you know he has to take his pain and stuff it down. He can't do what he feels like he needs to do. He needs to protect his family. He needs to seek out revenge, all these things that he's feeling that he obviously cannot do. But then, you know, does anybody tell him, you know, it's okay that 
it seems like so easy to everybody else, especially when it comes up when you're talking to Darla about it. I know we're not there yet, but like, you know, Darla's telling him he just can't do it, but there's not enough recognition of why he would feel that way. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that that's never going anywhere and we got to figure out some kind of outlet for it. It can't just be like, you can't do anything about it. Just have nightmares about it. Like, you know, or lash out at people who, who you love about it. <laughs> like, or commit more crimes about it. <laughs> these are the th- these are the things that turn into spirals for these black men who you know can't protect their families the way that they want the, that their feelings are telling them. His feelings are telling him mm-hmm. seek out Chase and make him up, up make him disappear permanently. Yeah. But that's not something he can do. Okay. Now, did you feel like his solution to this was just telling Blue like he feels the need to tell Blue? What happened was the, do we feel like this was the right thing? We had a conversation about this before. Cause I'm like, I feel like blue's going to discover this. It's just on his, his feelings own. coming out wrong. Yeah. He's not, he's not right about telling blue. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Actually. I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, just when he's saying it, it felt in my head. I kept thinking beforehand, blue's going to find this out. Blue is very smart. Blue mm-hmm. is a genius level kid. Like at some point, he gonna pick up this book and just you know on his own and just start reading it or whatever like he's gonna find they, they got copies of the book somewhere you know he's gonna he's gonna read it and find it on his own but i do the, the more i heard him talk about it i was like yeah this just ain't he is just 11 like you gotta remember 11 is 11 like that's not yeah that's a lot to process for an 11 year old and i mean i guess there's really no right I I don't know what the best time, what the right time to tell somebody something like that is. Um, And I mean, I think Ralph Angel wanting to tell Blue is definitely a defense mechanism. Like he wants to get ahead of it before the control is out of their hands. Um, And I think because Chase and Blue are in the same city, I think that's even, it's looming even more for him in that way. Um, I guess maybe the threat of him finding out from somewhere else and then that potentially driving a wedge in between Blue and, you know, Ralph Angel. Maybe that's what he's trying to prevent. Um, I guess it's just that I don't know what the right answer is either. Like, I mean, I, I fully agree that I don't, 11 is very young and that's very tough to navigate for such a young child. But I don't know if there is a right time either. Like, I don't know. I don't know. When, when do you let somebody know that they're, you know, a product of a rape, you know, and obviously that's not his, you know, identity, but I mean, that is part of his origin. And so, I mean, I mean, that's tough. I don't know if he needs all that information. Like maybe he could just get the part about Ralph Angel's not my real dad. I don't think he needs to know about his mom. But he knows that already. He knows that already. He knows that already. They had a whole conversation. There was a whole storyline, like a whole season about that. So, he remember there was I mean there was I remember there was like that amazing scene in the car where he's talking to him about what it means to be a father versus like I, I remember right, that vividly because right, 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 it was right, just right. like the it was like that was amazing but I think the other part of it is you have to because it's in a book <laughs> it's it's that's like when you do have that conversation you got to have that combo because it's it's in a book that's out there for public consumption yeah um and eventually maybe like some kids at his school or somebody around will will tell him before uh, his parents get to tell him. Yeah. I mean, it's not a banned book in D.C. 
I haven't seen it in the library, but you know, it's not it's not banned here, so it's presumably presumably we're gonna be able to he gonna be able to get a hold right. of that book, or he's gonna get it off of Amazon. Some, some other kids, somebody some other got a copy of it. Parents probably read it and told they 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 kid about it, and then they kid gonna go tell Blue about it, and it's gonna mess it up. Yeah, he might need to go ahead and get ahead of this. I don't know if I'd be too graphic with it, but uh, I, I'd probably try to go ahead and get ahead. I think the question is when, right? Like that's that's the big question. Like when do you have that conversation? And Darla's like, it's too early. And I don't I don't disagree with that. I, I agree with that. It, it it is too early. Oh no. I did think that conversation was going to go differently. I did think that when they sat down to talk, it was going to be one of those moments where they were going to like come to a conclusion and hug at the end of it. And that ain't what happened at all. That did not happen at all. Like, it was yeah. Ralph Angel, like, I think we need to tell him. She like, are you crazy? And uh, yeah. that's pretty much where that one ended. Um, yeah. And they took that that energy, interestingly, into a Ralph Angel scene where Ralph Angel is, because uh, what started that was Ralph Angel picking the oddest time ever to to bring to bring that to bring the original pain and beef he had up before he's about to go speak in front of the the um mm-hmm. the board which was interesting so it was it was the USDA with the state senator and I'm presumably yeah. like a staff member or something yeah but what I what I liked about this was that it highlighted what happens when you have a seat at the table mm. right Ralph Angel's getting up to make yeah. it in a passion speech he's speaking his mind in the the good old boys club that was in there thought they had thought they got him with the you've been incarcerated mm-hmm. like I didn't really understand what the point of that was outside of putting it out in front of the eight people in the room that he'd been in jail but mm-hmm. you know the lady was like actually I'd like to uh I'd like to dig into this I want to see these people who've been discriminated against I don't know what the white man thought was going to happen when they saw a black woman sitting at the table they should have known it wasn't going to go well for them but you know they're probably just so used to running over people that it just didn't dawn on them that this lady, you know, has power and they're not going to be able to just act like or so you know, <laughs> act like what's happening isn't might, happening. They might assume yeah. that she- they were talking trash outside the event, like on the, yeah. on the or, like on the way in, they like, uh, you know, get ready for this or whatever, whatever. And then like they threw out the, uh, the you've been incarcerated and like, like these white people are like them. the worst though. Like, it's like mm-hmm. man, Spike Lee rolling over in his grave watching this because <laughs> these white characters, like it takes, like they don't, nobody does anything, nobody does the right thing ever. It's like they just wait, they just waiting around for some Negroes to walk by so they can do something dastardly. And <laughs> so it it took the sister being up there on the board, like you said, to seat at the table to to uh, hold these people accountable at all. Because I guess otherwise, are they just going to add like Ralph Angel's speech to the record, and and, and I, there wouldn't and be never any publish action it. items? Yeah. Like the write the record, like the record on fire, and be like, yeah, I don't know what happened to that. And that record disappeared, yeah. y'all. Right, like they did with all the black farmers loan. But ain't it crazy? Even Sam Landry did this talking to Parker. He talking to his own daughter. Like them people yeah. got to be. Yeah, it, I was like, man. Very audacious. Very like, audacious. I was like, you talking to your daughter like this, like she ain't the people. The you, the black descendant of the people who I'm like, like this still your kid, bro. Like you, 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 you're compartmentalizing business and family a little bit too hard when it comes to when it comes to this. And you could tell even she was a little bit like, dang, my daddy a racist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The moment when you realize yeah. your daddy's a racist. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Parker's kind of over it though. Like they keep trying different. It's almost like, like, why are you so pressed? Right. Like, who, who is Parker? 
why can we not try her up? Uh, Sam's Look, daughter. Her name's Imani. Her mama named Imani. I'm going to call her Imani. Well, well, that's fair. So wait, she changed her name altogether, right? Because her name is Parker Campbell, right? Like her real yeah. name is Imani. What's uh, uh, Arsenal. 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 I'm like, mm-hmm. boy, you done. You done let you just you left your marker. blackness and your Louisiana-ness at the door and became Parker yeah. Campbell. Yeah, to be completely, at least on paper, racially ambiguous and gender. Though I, I guess mean, she Parker did get married. She was married, I'm assuming. So? Well, you remember because her and say- her and that's how her and Billy connected, right? Oh, she's like, yo, divorced. I didn't like I never made that call. You know, I've been doing that, whatever you're doing. The last time mm-hmm. that happened to me. So I may, maybe she was married to somebody whose last name is Campbell. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work out. Uh, I enjoyed Prosper's Prosper stepping into that father figure role, heavy, hard body. So Ralph Angel mm-hmm. getting prepared for that speech. He said, "Forget them white people." I was like, "Okay, all right, yeah, all right." Message. That moment felt very authentic because you could even see like the sweat on Prosper's head, and I was like, "This is really <laughs> just like setting the scene for me, like heading into this Louisiana." courtroom wherever they at i don't know but it was i i really love that scene and um i i love the relation you're starting to see prosper and ralph angel have more of a you know not just like the father son father figure you know son connection but like as like friends um i i really like seeing them them uh communicate and hang out together all right and one last thing before we get to the big the big the big to do towards the end of this uh unfortunately aren't aren't martha done crossed over uh and nobody knew how to get in touch with the family and let let uh nova or the rest of her family know but she left this journal she left her she left this history out for nova like she just left it there so that when nova did finally show up all of that could be be available to her so that they could, she could continue on in the traditions and everything that she, that she, I guess whoever, her legacy, her own like personal family legacy. Um, I got questions. I got questions about that okay. journal. <laughs> okay. It was very well done. It's very colorful journal. It was very, very uh, meticulous. There weren't any, there weren't very many words in there. I well, think it's when like you're, a healer. When, you, when you're a spirit yeah, animal person, yeah. you don't need words. Uh, fern tree branch in there. And, uh... <laughs> to be fair, we didn't see all the pages. We only yeah. saw a couple. A leaf. <laughs> okay. Why did Nova What's go your there? What's your question, Why did Nova go there? She Well, she said she was on the way. Remember, she was about to stop in and see her just to check on, check on her. Right, so out of the blue, no, right? No, 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 it wasn't so, out of the blue. She was talking to uh, Billy about performing Billy. some sort of ceremony for her, but she had to get the details from... Well, she said she was going out there okay. anyway, so she would so, get the reunification mm-hmm. thing. Like, I, apparently, I, I get the impression Nova so had been going out there to check on her. So it, it, it had nothing to do with regular checkups. It had nothing to do with getting any type of notification about her passing. So she shows up pretty randomly. And there's a woman in Auntie's house just doing whatever she wants. No, nah, she lives across the street. Yeah. And that <laughs> explains why she's in the house. Well, because she lives the across the street. The house. Well, okay. She was outside. So, outside wasn't she? Nova could have not shown up for weeks or months. And but this the stuff woman still lived there. She lived across, across the way. The street. Yeah. But 
why was the stuff out waiting for her? Oh, she left that stuff out for you. Martha said you she, left, she left, left it out, out for you. So it seems like maybe, I don't know obviously what was wrong with Aunt Martha or how she passed, but it seems like it wasn't something that like snuck up on her. Maybe she was ill for some time, knew that she didn't have long, didn't necessarily, I mean, I, that's questionable, but maybe didn't necessarily want to, you know, alarm Nova or alarm anybody, put them on notice about it. And so ahead of her passing, she left these things for her. And even the neighbor knew who Nova was when she got there. But if, and she, so, has all, if she got all these instructions on what to do with the stuff, Janae, she don't have instructions on how to contact uh, Nova? I Listen, I just... So, I, you're at, so the question I had, I there, had a question. The question I have is, where is Aunt Martha? Who buried her? Where's she at? Yeah. I was curious about that. Like, where's Aunt Martha now? Aunt Martha done passed on. Did they have a whole funeral and service and stuff for? It? It's 2022. Yeah. They know her. Know you are right. Yeah. So they, they know Nova. They know Trudy. They know the family. They could have, somebody could have sent a pigeon or something. Do we even believe Pearl? Are we sure Pearl don't have Aunt Martha's hide oh. somewhere? <laughs> are we sure? Are we 100%? Oh, Bro, this is not a fall from grace. <laughs> Aunt Martha is not in the basement <laughs> somewhere. She is not in the this basement somewhere. This the wrong show? Okay, my bad. There are two episodes <laughs> in this series where <laughs> I think Aunt Martha is gone. I, I do. Look, I definitely was wondering where Aunt Martha is buried because I didn't, I didn't hear Nova ask about that. She just walked around and she's like, well, here's the stuff. She's like, cool, bet that. And, you know, I'm like, hey, this is, listen, when they, they deal in realms I don't know. So I don't, you know, yeah. perhaps Aunt Martha, when, when this was time to go, she disintegrated into like gold dust or something like that. I, I just don't know. I'm unable. I, I don't can. know, but I'm just saying somebody paid for the funeral. I mean, I guess with all of these other instructions, you would think that somebody might have said something to know. <laughs> that, that is funny, good. though. Of all, that's, everything that's else is laid out. There wasn't a note. Yeah. Call Nova Board alone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can understand why that Five might be. I, feel a little <laughs> I get that. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I actually am inclined to <laughs> agree with you on that. Um, that's all the other stuff I have aside from the big thing at the end where we, where, well, a couple, a couple things happen, but this is all tied to the, to the the big reveal, so to speak. So Parker and, and, and mm-hmm. Sam have an open board meeting. They didn't put the plans out for the, the, the land being sold and raising all that stuff. And then to the surprise of none of us who've been seeing what's going on, Prosper brings Betty into the meeting who strides in knowing she about to, to mess up everybody's stuff. Uh, and is like you, the land you trying to sell is mine. And the, the the board members who are all, I guess they don't know what to do. They all just kind of sitting there. I mean, they still could have voted, I suppose. But I guess you can't vote until you get all the paperwork together. You know who's doing what here. Um, and well, then, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Go ahead. the land wasn't his. Like he was selling land that wasn't his. There really is no deal, honestly, at that point, right? Yeah, but that, that's a crime, right? So does the Sam then like the police weren't called after that everybody just kind of talks and you know old wounds are or you know she gets the land back and poor Imani is over here, doesn't know what happened to her family, and she's all you know stuck because she found out her daddy's really trash. 
um, or at least cares more about money than he does about her or their family and anything that has to do with her family's ancestors and stuff, you know, but in a surprise turn, Ralph Angel ends up with a whole bunch of land, right? Betty gets the land. She don't care about St. Joe's. She don't want to be there no more. Parker for damn sure don't care about St. Joe's. So Mm -hmm. she hands out, you know, she signs over the deed to her land to Ralph Angel, which was a very moving scene. I actually felt I was like, Mm -hmm. yo, that, that actually got me a little bit like, man, this, he seen like he said, "Thank you, don't say it," or "Thank you, ain't enough." Mm-hmm. So he now he has a bunch of land. Now he can do whatever he wants to do with it. She even says, "Sell it and go get your land back, and do whatever you want to do." They didn't ruin the Landry's plans because somebody got to go to jail. National Treasure is one of my favorite movies, and dude's like, "Somebody's got to go to jail, Ben." Somebody and I'm like, "You selling land that ain't yours? This is fr- <laughs> Young Thug caught a Rico case. Landry's can't catch a Rico. Like this seemed like a Rico." Jabri, is this a Rico? Is this racketeering? I mean, the the whole thing seemed rather legally dubious. I mean, (laughs) uh, even try to come in and say that they're still married. Like, when last time they've seen each other? Like, marriage is more than a piece of paper. And if the if the plan really counted on them still being married, I feel like I feel like Sam probably probably had a pretty easy um, dispute of that. Um, but um, but he still loves her, so he didn't want to do that, and it still that would still screw over his daughter. So what right. happened? Because what happened? Right, his daughter found out she got screwed over. How? Because it was her land. Because it was, it was it her was land too. But he, yeah. but like yeah. he never, he he never let her know that. All this whole time, she's she's not thinking this is her own land. Now she don't want it. She don't care about it. But his principles there, right? It's the fact of the matter. That this is what happened. Now she didn't seem that upset by it. She just like, look, my name ain't even Monty no more. I'm Parker. <laughs> you know, like I'm Parker. Like mama. I mean, I thought she but, said she just you know, she to get also her had her own come out, to Jesus. So I don't think she would have cared. Yeah, she's trying to get back to Atlanta. Yeah. Um But it's just these ideas that she's had about or the truth that she thought she knew up to this point wasn't what it was. And so I think that's kind of, you know, obviously giving her a, you know, a, a conflict of conscience a little bit in the situation. But um, I mean, Sam obviously was banking on Betty staying where she was at and he would just be able to move silently and, you know, the deal would be done and nobody would ever know. And and if not for Vi, that's exactly how it would have went down. Like nobody would have ever known. Um, and Betty would have kept minding her business wherever she was at. Um what kind Nobody of long can. game are you playing when you stay married to somebody yeah. for 40 plus years to to try to get some land all these years later? Like you ain't yeah. have no better, no, no better way to do it than that. I mean, Charlie wasn't a lawyer or nothing. Was, Charlie wasn't Charlie until she was an adult. You couldn't have made this happen <laughs> when she went when, when all them years before then. There wasn't no way to wrangle all this before the internet and people could go find people easier. I don't know. I yeah, I mean, know. he was better off just buying the land off of her a long time ago instead of mm, doing this he long cheap. contest. He's like, shady. He don't want to buy the land. He never got married. He never got married. Like Sam never right. got married. He's still married to Betty. It seemed like he still loved Betty. Like, I don't think it was ever about wanting to find somebody else or that mm-hmm. he wanted to fall in love with somebody else. Like, I think he still loved her. 
he did reach into the Calvin handbook. He was like, "You take my breath away." So it was overly yeah. dramatic. Yes, he did. That's exactly what he said. You still take my breath yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, she was like, People "Don't try don't it." Like that when you say stuff like that to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose like if they if they want to hear it. <laughs> it that if at the time it wasn't right on that not after 40 years like and not after you just tried to sell my land like i still take your breath away do i like that's not <laughs> I really mean, the he, point he took his shot i mean i'll give him i'll give him a point or two for that like he's still like after all the things you've done you still trying like you like you know what let me give this one last heave ho over here and uh you know if it work it work if it don't it don't um but this also leads to Parker finding out the true story of who she is and and then bringing her to Aunt Vi's house. And, you know, mm-hmm. that last scene there, I got to say, I really miss Charlie being there. That was mm-hmm. the first time this season I was like, yo, I miss Charlie sitting at this table. But I also agree with whoever said probably every every last one of us at some point has been like, Charlie would have fixed all these problems. <laughs> I feel like all of this could have been everything would have been would have been taken care of a long time ago. Um, yeah. But, you know, Charlie down five points in a race. So she got to be out here campaigning left and right all up and down California. Yeah. Um, when is election day? I mean, I we guess it just happened. Right. right. But that's what I'm saying. Does it happen at Queen Sugar Universal? Yeah, I guess we don't. We should know if she won pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. before the end of the season, I guess. No, Charlie definitely would have had this all sewn up. Would have found a copy of Betty's land land deed, mm. and we would have had this situation handled a, a minute ago if Charlie was on it. But alas, it, it took him a little longer. But yeah, maybe Vi could have told we, everybody we else about Betty all. a long time ago, and then somebody else could have thought of this. I don't know why she kept this secret for Sam. Like, what's what's her point? Well, I don't think Vi knew about the land. I think, well, no, she did. I guess she did know. Well, I kind of got the impression that she just felt like Betty would stop Parker from doing this, but maybe the rest of the land stuff. Well, you remember when they were burning or when, um, when Darla and Ralph Angel had originally found like the, the, like the parts that were coming from the Landry's land and they took the pictures of all the parts and stuff and, I initially was like, that's Betty's land or whatever. And when, um, when, um, when they were explaining to Parker, showing her the paperwork and stuff like that, Vi knew about how Ernest had, you know, told Betty what to ask for. And so she was privy to all of that. So, I mean, to Corey's point, she knew about the ACE in the hole for like a long time ago, I, I guess. She that was her last card to play. Yeah, I don't, lawyer I don't know. Question. Yes. They probably could have just gone to the land and deeds office and pulled the, the land ownership, right? And discovered that that was Betty's land instead of going all the way out to Seattle and dragging her all the way back to St. Joe's to do this. Mm. But I thought Vi I, already knew that. I'm sorry, go ahead. What's the question? Well, I guess my question is. I think maybe because they were still legally married that without Betty being there to say, I don't want this to happen with this land. Sam could really just kind of railroad the whole situation. Like this is my, this is what, this is my wife. You know, we're married. This is our land. And so he seemingly he would have equal rights to it. 
but you need Betty to kind of, you know, in person to counter to counter that story. Maybe. Well, I guess my my so my legal question is she rolled up with a piece of paper and a contract and all that stuff, but it didn't really look notarized. So that's like a 40-year-old contract that they had agreed upon. If you're Sam Landry, do you contest this in court? Like, legally, do you, is this something you just contest or just that probably would get thrown out because it's so old? Like, this is, no, unless they've been paying quarterly, like they said, unless it's been a, a contract that's being upheld. Right, she might because you got to hold the whole thing, right? Like, if you've been paying out according to the schedule, then... Maybe that's what has been happening. Yeah, it seems like they definitely could have made it harder for the good guys in this case. It just seemed like Sam didn't want to fight it. He was just like, yeah, this is my mm-hmm. shameful family history and I need to do something to make amends for it. I mean, because the legal case was pretty shaky. We're dealing with very old documents and old relationships and nobody's touched the land in 40 years. They ain't been married or, or acting as husband and wife in 40 years. Like it's not relevant. So they certainly could have gone to the courthouse and be like, hey, all this stuff is moot. You know, like, this is, so- we don't live like this. This is not my husband. This <laughs> hey, is not my there's wife. There's no you such know? thing as common like law this. unmarried, bro. That's not how that works. Yeah, you it is. <laughs> there's no common law unmarried. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But to, but to Panama's point, though, I think maybe she was getting the payments because even when Parker was like, don't bite the hand, this is the check that you get every month. Parker had an understanding of where she thought that money was coming from. But I think Sam and, and uh, Betty probably knew better, which is why Sam was kind of like, uh, watch your mouth. Like, you don't really you know, know what you're talking about because these payments that that Betty has been getting is because of the agreement that we've had all these years. So you know, maybe to that point, the contract is still, you know, enforceable because parts of it have been being enforced. Yeah, look, I wonder um, what Sam done told Parker about what happened between right. her and her mama. Because she, she asked think? about her mama yeah. telling her. Right, but what, I, I'm curious what the story is that, that, that she's been holding on to about what happened. Right, yeah, and what drove her to kind of, or maybe her vulnerable to Sam kind of completely turning her, you know... I don't know if necessary if against is the right word, but you know her completely abandoning that that piece of her. I guess that's. I'd be. I hope we. I hope we find out more about that. I feel like I feel like we got the most we're gonna get out of the Imani Arsenal Parker Campbell story. I feel like that. I feel like. I mean, she's sitting at the, she's sitting at the table with Vi and all them talking about when um when Betty could have been Ralph Angel's mama. You know what she I'm saying? They over though. here. So what? She ain't married yet, though. There's no one for her to marry. Though. <laughs> still, still gonna, gotta have a wedding. Who's she gonna marry? Oh, I don't know. It's just I know she's getting she a happy. No one for her to marry. <laughs> Benny, Benny's Benny's I mean, available. This is a happy true. ending yeah. for her, though. She's she back home with it's the people. Home. She might be going back to Atlanta, but she's back home with who she is. She found out the truth about her family. She got invited back into Anvai's house where, I mean, I guess, so Betty left. and it, So she doesn't know Aunt Vi, right? Because she left when she was a baby. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. They knocked on that door and then the, the double doors opened up and they all walk in and, you know, Aunt Vi, come on, sit down and let's do all, you know. Like I said, I miss Charlie and that. Uh, 
I miss, I miss, I miss Charlie in that scene. It would have been fun to have Charlie be a part of that. Uh, that's all I got. Did I miss anything? Is there something else that I, I should have brought up? I think hey, I was just gonna say Ralph Angel didn't seem like he was feeling having uh Parker at the table. He he was giving her that side eye. Well, they took oh, his she land. Took his land. She took his yeah. land. <laughs> took his house. Took his land. You know, like I don't, I wouldn't be. I mean, Nova didn't want her at the table either. I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't know how that how Billy turned those tables at the bar. They got drunk <laughs> and brought her to Aunt Vi's house. Like. Yeah. You yes, know, because here's the thing: the Landry still own that land, right? So they still yeah. that's still that's still their land. <laughs> like Ralph Angel right. can't go back to that house. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Still hard feelings there. I w- I don't blame him. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get up and walk out. <laughs> but then he would have to go back home to Darla. They are and they fighting. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it just it's you know. So that's a sto- we got to wrap this storyline up. Going forward, did Ralph Angel lie about why Darla wasn't there, or do we believe Darla was really at home with the kid because she was cutting up? No, I think he lied. He lied too. Yeah, I think he lied. He needed a break. I'm I'm cool with it. (laughs) Yeah, I think yeah, it's fine. I just think he lied, but yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I got for the good, the bad, and the the, ooh. Yeah. That's what I got. Um, uh, Here on Bourbon and Borderlands. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. It is time now for our addictions. That's our advice and our predictions for the folks in St. Joe after this episode. So I will kick off our addictions. Um, I have some advice for Darla and Ralph Angel. Um, I think they need to have a solutions-oriented conversation about Blue. Um, (laughs) We can't just stop at, we should tell him. We can't tell him now. Okay, so now what? When, When can we tell him? What does this look like? What are we, like, we need to be a little more specific and a little more forward thinking Um, and when is the right time to tell him? Because at some point you will have to tell him. And so if now isn't the right time, we have to figure out what the right time will be and, and really try to get ahead of it for, in in a way that works, that really prioritizes blue, but also, you know, that everybody can live with. So that's my advice. Um, my prediction is, you know, so we learned, I mean, which I, I don't think was a big surprise, but Sam apparently is scared of being broke more than anything else. And so um, I think the walls are starting to close in for him. Um, And I think Ralph Angel is now in a position where um, he has a lot of capital. He has a land. Um, He now has the advance that Nova gave him from the movie, the the Blessing and Blood movie that's, I guess, uh, coming soon. And I think Landry previously wasn't open to him. Well, I mean, it wasn't really possible for Ralph Angel to try to buy his land back, but I think now Ralph Angel could if he wants to, and I'm sure he wants to. So um, I think Ralph Angel is going to make an offer, and I think uh, Sam Landry might be willing to accept. I mean, we have two episodes left. Um, I don't think this show ends without the Bordelons getting that land back. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I think Ralph Angel is going to make an offer really, really soon. So that is my eviction. Um, Jabri, I'm going to go to you next. Okay. 
um, my advice and my prediction kind of go together. So my advice is for Darla. I feel like she has to listen to Ralph Angel a little bit better. Give him a little more room to be upset. Like, you know, really act like she understands where his feelings are coming from. Um, And just be more... I don't know, open to hearing him. Like, he can't even mm-hmm. really be upset because she's like, calm down. Yeah. He didn't really need to calm down. Let him get it out. He's not doing anything. He's expressing his frustrations. That's true. And that rolls right into the prediction of if she doesn't, maybe he's going to act out maybe one more time. You talk about how, you know, it's only two episodes left. Maybe yeah. he goes to try to see Chase in one of these two episodes. Or maybe this is something that happens after the show ends because, you know, I guess they're going to live on. So, I mean, you know, maybe in between the end of the show and the reunion episode, he went to try to find, he went to try to find Chase. I don't know. But I think, you know, she needs to be a a little more loving, give a little more grace to Ralph Angel for these feelings that he has. Yeah, I think this has been a situation. Darla has like held on to this as hers for so long, but now Ralph Angel is part of this too. So she has to be willing to you know, see his, his pain in the situation too. So yeah, totally I was going to say as she's gotten more strength and confidence in her own dealing with it, mm-hmm. she's forgotten that there are other people mm-hmm. like in the wake, like, like Ralph Angel just basically yeah. almost ended this man's life. If he could have, you know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. whatever he's going through. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. The same way that they were saying, or Ralph Angel tried to make it seem like Darla didn't understand about the land and you don't understand people, family and legacy and, you know, whatever. And they're like, but Darla's been in the trenches with you this whole time. Like, you can't say that she doesn't get it, that she doesn't understand. She's your partner. She's been there with you. And it's the same thing with with, with Darla's situation too. Ralph Angel been in the trenches with you the whole time. So you got to give him, you know, space to process all that too. So very good point, Jabri. All right, Thank Corey, you. I'm coming to you next. Uh, what man, you got? I'm going to give some advice to Micah. You know, I've hated Micah for seven <laughs> seasons and... <laughs> He had a chance to to right some of his wrongs by doing the right thing here in his, you know, in New York for the summer. Is this a summer? He's in New York for what the heck is he? How long is he up there for? I don't know. Well, it's election time, so it must be like November. Honestly, taking a break from the semester. Who knows? But while he's up there um, on a holiday break, you know, focus on getting your money right, Micah, getting your NFTs off the ground. But more importantly, focus on the young lady that's in front of you and try not to blow this one. You blew the last one. Try not to blow this one. My advice is do whatever it takes to secure your position, bro. That's my advice. Now, my prediction is that Ralph Angel is not gonna get none of this land back. He got. He came. He came into some land. He came into some money, and he's about to go like his boy Hollywood and start spending money. And he's gonna blow all this money fast. Last time Ralph Angel got some money, he went on a three week vacation. <laughs> the day he got it. <laughs> him and Dollar was balling out at the hotel and he got arrested the next day <laughs> alright so expect to see Ralph Angel on somebody cruise ship next episode <laughs> you know you keep crabbing <laughs> balling out he'll be on the Royal Caribbean deluxe package <laughs> next episode balling out and he's not gonna have no money to get the land back that's my prediction dang alright that's the thought Mm-mm. Uh, Panama, close it up. So glad I'm going last on this one. Uh, I actually <laughs> also had advice for Micah, but I'm going to amend it is to don't listen to Corey's <laughs> advice, Micah. Hmm. 
just go be about your money. Look, she's an attractive young lady. She's smart. She got money, all those things. You need to, you still trying to figure out who you are. So you need to chill out. I will say, you know, you seem to have found a collective of people like-minded like yourself. Like, take your time. You found something that you're really passionate about. I feel like what we're going to get out of Micah going forward is we're going to we're going to see what he could be and how he could become and all this other stuff. So, yeah, my advice to Mike is just uh, don't blow it. Actually, that is, you know, just <laughs> don't blow it by trying to holler at the, the lady in front of you. That's real. Um, you yeah. have not been especially good with the ladies uh, or the homies, really. I mean, you've been pretty bad with everybody, actually. Uh, so take your time. Just focus on the business. My prediction was along the lines of what you said, Janae. Like, I feel like I agree with you. Like, I feel like this show don't end without them getting a land back, without Ralph Angel getting the land back. And now he's got, he's got the land from Betty. I don't know how much land Betty has. Like, that'd mm-hmm. be curious. But they left some. So he's going to get that land. He's going to get his land back. And Ralph Angel they, about to own the town. I, that's where I was going. So I feel like Ralph Angel about to, about to, about to be on that 51% of St. Joe's game wow. and 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 ralph angel gonna be is the gonna be the man gonna be the man in st joe's all of a sudden the, the crops mm-hmm. are gonna be working you know like dollar, they got the they got the field and the mill yeah and that's true they got the mill working that's real yeah like everything seems to be legitimate and he said they're like on the up and up like things are you know that things are kind of working in their favor I don't see why this doesn't end very triumphantly for for mm-hmm. Ralph Angel specifically uh, mm-hmm. and the rest of the family. Like, it seems like that's where we're headed. So, you know, that's that was my first thought. Like, with that land, he's about to get his land. He's going to basically be back to in a much more successful version of where he started. Right. Um, you know, maybe they'll do some improvements on the house. On Ernest's house because it could probably use a makeover, um, I think you so. know, of sorts. That the house is very quaint, but it could probably use yeah. you know just a whole new framing or something. You know, renovate that yeah. thing. So, yeah. Well, I I'll just say I I sure hope so. I I hope so. It's I I hate getting hopeful and then getting the rug pulled out from under me, but. With two episodes left. I, I'm 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 gearing up for for good news. So let's hope that's that's on the horizon. Yeah. So with that, that takes us to our final segment, which is our shots of bourbon. Every week, we give a ceremonial shot of bourbon to who we think had the best week, the best episode. Um, I'm a little torn. I want to hear what y'all think. Do y'all have any thoughts on on the shot of bourbon, Corey? I'm going with my boy Go Michael. On. Well, not my boy. I hate him. Uh, I'm going with Michael. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I already stated why. Okay. Who's next? All right. <laughs> One for Micah. I, I'll go. go ahead, I, I do think the right answer is probably Micah, but I kind of got to go Ralph Angel because despite the fact that he's having, you know, he, he and Darla having these issues, I believe yeah. that they're going to get that resolved somehow. They always seem to figure it yeah. out. But otherwise, my man went in front of the USDA spoke and the lady and is is on their side you know what i mean now he's going to get land he i mean he got some land now because it's like things are just aligning for him um i don't know i feel like ralph angel is kind of winning this season so and this episode is just kind of another cog in the the ralph angel is is 
is moving up the ladder of responsibility, maturity, uh, and now we'll, we'll have the opportunity to build out further the legacy that he's so concerned about. So I'm giving my All shot right. to Ralph Angel. Okay. All right, Jabri. I, th- I thought about giving it to Ralph Angel. I felt like he went through a lot. And if he was my man's, I would give him a shot because he need one. You know, like he's <laughs> been going through some things. He had a tough week. He didn't want to do that public speaking, but he did. But he also didn't do that good. I'm not sure that he was very um, persuasive. Like it, 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 you can't it took, persuade a white man. Well, that's true too. I mean, it kind of took a little bit of home cooking for the sister on the panel to be right. like, hey, <laughs> like, let me look into that racism a little bit harder. Um, and then at the end, he got saved. You know, Betty comes in with the with the angel investment. You know, like Ralph Angel didn't do anything to earn that. So I can't get a shot to Ralph Angel. Um, actually, my shot's gonna be for Betty because she came through uh, mm. uh, with the with the grace and the uh, the angelic offerings, like from the heavens, like from nowhere. Because like they weren't gonna win this fight, so you know it was good for her to come in. She was helpful. She wasn't. She didn't harbor ill feelings for Vi like I thought she might. Because I mean, Vi can be a lot. So. If Betty hadn't seen Vi in a while, they might not be aces. But um, I'm glad to see that they were. Betty came back and was helpful. Betty fostered her relationship with uh, with with Parker. Yeah, um, even though she got to get used to calling her Parker, she's asked to be called Parker. Got to call her Parker. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, shot for Betty for being cool. I like that one. <sighs> okay, I was torn. I I was torn between Betty, I was torn between Ralph Angel, and I was torn between Parker because I I feel like that that was big for her at the end to kind of have that sense of community. I think that she's been on defense so long and, you know, just be, being miserable like Betty pointed out. Like I don't think she's really had any real joy. Everything's been about business, business, business. But she was actually able to kind of like be vulnerable and be you know, embraced by this community. I think that that's probably really big for her. But with all that said, I'm going to go with Betty too, actually. I'm going to go with Betty. I think that she, I think it was also very big for her to come back to St. Joe um, and be able to stand in front of Sam, you know, and be 10 toes down and, you know, I don't really need nothing from you. She got her land back. Her and Parker are, you know, men in their situation. You know, she's, you know, being embraced at home. Um, and so I think that's probably done a lot for her healing and her growth too. So um, I'm, I'm going to go with Betty. I'm going to go with Betty. So with that, with, with two votes for Betty, she gets our shot of bourbon this week. This week. So clank, clank to you, clank, Betty. Clank, clank. Yes. Shouts out to Betty. Uh, Shouts out to to everybody rocking with us here at Bourbon and Border Loans. This wraps this episode, uh, season seven, episode 11, titled We Can Be. I didn't say that at the top of the episode, but it's titled We Can Be. Uh, And following along on that that poem, I think we we got two episodes left, right? Like it's a 13 episode season, I believe. Yep, Um, two episodes left. Yeah, man. So it's crazy. So we get to the end, but uh, 
I'm gonna be sad. I'm getting close. I'm gonna start getting misty. Next episode, I'm gonna be in my feelings a little bit because I know we only got one left, and that means we have one episode yeah. left of this show as well. Ever. It means this show, this particular show, is coming to us to to a natural conclusion. So, uh, for myself, for Corey, for Jabri, for Janae, one, two, three. Take, take flight. flight. Thank you, gentlemen. is on my clothes I hope it never goes away love kisses on my eyes